Welcome to the Hope for ACD podcast, the podcast for adults with divorced parents and those who love them. We're glad you're here as we discuss how adults with divorced parents can take steps towards better relationships with God, themselves, their spouses, and others. Now, here is your host, therapist and author, Kent Darcy. Hi, this is Kent Darcy. Thank you for joining us at Hope for ACD, Hope for Adult Children of Divorce. Today, we're going to look at the male side of father hunger and how it impacts guys. Actually, one of the weirder ways it can impact guys. We'll look at the female side of father hunger in the future. If you're interested in checking that out now, there are some blogs on our website, hopeforacd.com. This program was sparked by a conversation I had with an adult man whose parents divorced when he was a kid. Like myself, he was raised by his mother. He's happily married, kids, has a successful career. But in our conversation, he shared his annoyance with the nagging feeling that he needs to prove his masculinity uh, to himself and sometimes to others. There's this lingering doubt, you know, other guys have the male thing down, but you don't. And when he shared this, my own struggle in this area kind of came to the surface. I'd never shared this doubt with anyone. I thought it was weird. You know, I'm the only one with this struggle. But here's this guy now saying what I'd thought for years. And I wondered, are there more guys out there struggling with this? So this program is going to explore this slice of the father hunger pie. I also need to say that normally, before I put anything in these podcasts, I usually have tons of research and stuff behind it. Uh, However, today we're going to kind of just wing it. (laughs) So first, a definition. What is father hunger? Author Margot Maines writes, Father hunger is a deep, persistent desire for emotional connection with the father that is experienced by all children. We know it creates a variety of issues with men and women. You know, again, we'll look at the women's side in another program. For guys, I contend additional fallout from the father's absence is the loss of what it means to be a man. I know being male isn't real popular these days, but Jesus said from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. I believe God knew what he was doing when he made them and and made them both different. So before we go where angels fear to tread, (laughs) a couple of things. In addressing this issue, neither myself or the guy I was talking with were saying that our moms didn't do a good job. In, In fact, if we had time, we'd probably go on and on and on about the amazing things they did do. So perspective is the key with this topic. Let me explain what I mean. Here's a question. Can a single dad adequately talk his daughter through her first period? Absolutely. Is it ideal? No. Why? You know why. (laughs) I mean, likewise, a mom can teach shaving, tying a tie, how to fish, or about girls and sex, but his model of manhood will come from his dad. Unfortunately, this crucial guidance often disappears when it's needed most— during the teenage years. And this can leave boys feeling inadequate, confused, uh, angry. It can also develop an inadequate or distorted view of masculinity. And if a positive male role model doesn't come on the scene, these issues can persist into adulthood. 
we usually get our image of maleness from our father. And I know there's bad examples, but most dads do a good job. However, after the divorce, a number of negative factors can damage a boy's positive male image. For example, usually access to the father decreases, often a lot, so we don't have that presence around. It's also not uncommon for the divorced mother to have a negative attitude toward the father, and sometimes males in general. You also have the media's portrayal of men. It's almost always as inept, irresponsible, uncaring, say even brutish, you know, basically unnecessary as husbands and fathers. So our image of maleness defaults to Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, or Bond. James Bond. <laughs> you know, basically bulging muscles, sexual prowess, and, uh, you know, a disdain for weak handshakes. I mean, this becomes the standard of maleness. And that image can come from weird sources sometimes. You know, as I was preparing this, I had a flashback of a situation from my childhood. I used to sing in high school, love to sing, and I qualified for the state choir. And we were rehearsing one day. This was many years ago, but I can still picture the scene. The conductor had all of the guys stand up, and we're high school boys. And he would play a note, and we would sing that note. Then he played a lower note, and lower, and lower. And if you couldn't sing the note, you sat down. So he plays this note, and I was you know, barely able to sing it. It was low. But at that point, he stopped, and he said something along the lines of, Ladies, look around. These are the real men. And I remember thinking, you know, thank goodness I was still standing. Now, you know, this director didn't mean any, you know, ill intent or anything. I mean, no. But singing is not football or basketball or whatever. It's singing. But even there, there's this bar of maleness or not maleness, depending on how low your voice goes. So anyway, guys are usually unaware of this aspect of father hunger and often unknowingly seek confirmation of maleness in relationships and marriages. And when we talk about father hunger in women, we'll look at the desire for girls and the women they become to get the answer to two questions. Am I beautiful? And am I special? For guys, the question is, am I a real man? When guys date, they'll get eh, mixed answers to the question. But as dating becomes serious, the answer received is usually a resounding yes. She's experiencing that she is special and beautiful because that's how he's treating her, and he's feeling that he's a real man because that's how she's treating him. And this is true for people from intact homes too, but the internal stakes are higher for those with divorced parents. Unfortunately, and there's two sides to this I know, today we're dealing with the male side. <laughs> Unfortunately, after the ring goes on and real life takes over, though there's no malice on her part, he feels her helpful comments are actually criticisms. And criticisms feel more numerous than her affirmations. And add in male and female differences in sexual desires, and the fear of inadequacy creeps into the guise. As a result, the answer to that question is perceived as, no, I'm not male enough. So you get confusion, anger, uh, other problematic behaviors like addictions or, you know, buying boy toys or whatever. And look, I'm not justifying 
I'm just explaining. This is this is what goes down an awful lot. So guys, if you're thinking, uh, I never told anybody this, but somehow this guy's in my head, <laughs> what can we do? Well, seek God's definition of manly. I believe that's found in Ephesians 2, verse 10. Ephesians 2, verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. Now, other Bible versions say we are God's masterpiece or his handiwork. Now, if you're thinking, that's not a specific definition, Kent, you're right. That's the point. As you look in the mirror, if you're pursuing the goal of being in the likeness of Jesus and living by biblical standards, the reflection you see in the mirror is God's desire of maleness for you. God's definition overrides the beliefs of Hollywood, your friends, uh, past girlfriends maybe, your buddies, your family, or even your wife. You are the exact image of male God wanted you to be, warts and all. He's molding you into the image of Christ, but you are his masterpiece now. Is that a tough sell for you? It's true. And granted, it's not always easy to walk in the image of Ephesians 2 verse 10, but it is possible. You know, I'll give you an example. My wife loves to go fishing. She has fished since she was a kid. Now, to the best of my recollection, I fished twice as a kid, once with my dad and once in Cub Scouts. So I do it, but it's not my thing. Now, I share this because, and I'm just being transparent, sometimes when my wife and I walk into a pro bass shop type store, the salesperson starts talking to me. And it takes everything in me not to remember what she was looking for and say, well, <clears throat> uh, you know, I'm looking for a, a one ounce swivel bebop hanger thingy, you know, <laughs> instead, you know, now I just say I'm with her. And and that's tough. That That's tough sometimes. I'm not a fisherman. And if you've seen my picture, I'm not the rock either. But I am God's masterpiece. And men, so are you. Whether you're a hunter, cook, mechanic, writer, airline pilot, stay-at-home dad, since God thinks you're man enough, you are. And for you ladies listening to this, don't underestimate the power of your answer to that question, am I man enough? Again, when we address father hunger and women, I'll be on the guise about answering the questions, am I beautiful and am I special correctly? But for now, if you'd like a really good resource to help you effectively show your guy how manly you think he is, get the book For Women Only. It's by Shanti Feldhahn. Again, that is For Women Only by Shanti, S-H-A-U-N-T-I, Feldhahn. Just Google it and it'll come up. Ladies, you have a wonderful opportunity to encourage the man in your life to be all God wants him to be. And trust me, he needs all the encouragement you can give him. And as I said, we'll be touching on the female side of father hunger in the future. So that's our look at one of the facets of the male side of father hunger. Guys, I'd really like to hear your thoughts on this one. Please email me at questions at hopeforacd.com. That's questions at hope, the number four, acd.com. And if you know a guy or two with divorced parents, please share this podcast with them. I'd like to get their thoughts as well. So until next time, 
let us heed the words of the Apostle Paul. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. This is Kent Darcy. Thanks for listening. I look forward to being with you again. This has been the Hope for ACD podcast, which is produced by Adult Children of Divorce Ministries. We'd love to hear from you. Please email any questions or comments to questions at hope4acd.com. That's questions at hope, the number four, acd.com. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, may God bless you with his peace and joy.